0: I hate that new Zoom feature. It's so awkward. I think it's so awkward. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. It is just Randy here today. Well, it's not just me, but Jen is not here. Today, I am chatting with one of my bestest friends in the whole wide world. Her name is Aquina. Um, Aquina and I are going to chat and share a little bit about our health journeys over the past couple years I don't feel like we have the same story but I feel like there are a lot of similarities in our stories that have kind of like shaped the way that we look at and perceive health and part of what prompted this conversation which I'll let Aquina tell you about in a few minutes is her new podcast Um, so shameless plug here if you're not listening to it or you've never heard of it I encourage you to go Check it out, follow her, subscribe on all the platforms um, because it's good stuff. So like I said, it's just me. We're gonna have Jen back. In a couple weeks and jen aquina and i are going to sync up again and do another kind of like topic on another episode on this topic because it's something that we are all like little nerds about in our own ways um so we're gonna nerd out a little bit today uh and we'll nerd out more with jen but in the meantime aquina thank you so much for being here uh why don't we start with just like I just plugged your podcast, so why don't we tell people what it's called, and you can tell them a little bit about what it's about, and then we'll dig into, like, a little bit more about you.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to do this. Uh, the podcast is called Magnificent Machine, uh, which is a title I got from a Louise Hay affirmation that really spoke to me. Um, I decided to do the podcast for a lot of reasons It seemed relevant right now. And I've started following a lot of really awesome, holistic uh, doctors, chiropractors, naturopaths, homeopaths. And they were just really speaking to me. And it kind of took me, um, this this last year kind of took me back to my roots, I think, in holistic health. Um, I've grown up in a house that has uh, really nurtured, um, the body as it is versus uh, drugging it up basically. Um, We've never been big into uh, pharmaceuticals or surgeries and have done uh, pretty much anything in our power to avoid them um, by allowing the body to heal on its own. And so uh, the podcast has really come from a place of wanting to share uh, the knowledge that I've been raised with. Uh, from the lens of my own journey and, and just like the hope that that speaks to someone or gives someone hope. Cause I know it can be um, hard and a little bit alienating, especially right now to uh, come at your health differently than, than other people or differently than what seems mainstream.
0: Absolutely. Um, one of the things I will just like jump in and interject here is, and I maybe it's less of an introduction and more of a clarification Aquinnah you guys are pro letting the body do its thing unless there's like an immediate danger like you're not against (laughs) seeking medical attention if it's required um but you're kind of like first initial and I think that's how I I feel too like I woke up the other day and had this like weird kind of like sty on my eye and the first thing I did was like call the eye doctor but they couldn't get me in for like almost 48 hours because they were so booked and I was like that's not helpful um and then within 48 hours like I was able to like make sure that I kept it clean and and dry and whatever and it went away on its own and I didn't have to go to the eye doctor um but I think that's kind of like where we both are like okay if I need to go to the hospital like I'm gonna I'm gonna go seek medical attention um but we also are big our big like do I have to do? Like, why, what's the purpose behind this? Where we just question things um, really well? So I, I always enjoy when I come to you and I'm like, Hey, have you ever heard about X, Y, and Z? And you're like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Here's what I know about it. Um, okay. I'm going to say one more thing on this and like, I'm going to stop rambling and let you talk a little bit more. Um, the last thing that I'll say is I want to echo what you said about like the alienated aspect of this. Um, Not only can it be like alienating, but it can also be a little overwhelming if you don't know like where to start or how to start or what's helpful versus harmful and everyone and their mother has an opinion on these things. So especially finding like fact-based resources that are like scientifically researched and Any, anything like just finding facts is hard because everybody has an opinion that they believe is correct, but opinions aren't facts. So anyway, Aquina, (laughs) I would love for you to share a little bit about maybe, I don't know. There are so many interesting parts of your story. I want to be like, talk about this and this and this and this, but also like time constraints. Um, So I would love part of me wants to bring up your mom and the meat thing but I feel like that's a conversation for another time um so if you're interested guys shoot me an email and I'll have a Quinna back to talk about her mom's perspective on meat um newsflash you'll never want to eat pork chops again um that's really <laughs> Uh, Let's maybe start with like your personal experience. So like you were a dancer, you were very physically fit as a kid, but that's also a hobby sport that doesn't necessarily come injury free. So why I would love to hear you share a little bit about what that experience was like growing up being that you guys weren't like the first people to pull the trigger on either like painkillers or other alternative like surgeries or things like that?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, This is a great question. And I think as like a a side note to one of your last points, um, we certainly were never like so against allopathic medicine that like we couldn't bring ourselves to the doctor's office. Um, I had my wisdom teeth removed by an absolutely wonderful oral surgeon last month. And uh, that was worth it.
0: I just want to say, like, I think there's a difference between the hesitation aspect and then, like, have you ever read Educated by um, Tara something?
1: Yeah, what is her last name? I haven't read it, but it is on my list. I really to. Okay,
0: so she grew up, like, quite literally off the grid, like, didn't have a birth certificate, didn't have a social security number, like, never went to the doctor, never took an ibuprofen until she was, like, 18, like, all the stuff. Um, and so, like, there, there, I think is is the difference in like it being option B instead of option A, and it being like off the table. And so, I think we are big like option B people. And like you said, you just got your wisdom teeth out. I'm probably gonna have to get mine out. Um, I'm still like fingers crossed on that man because ah, it just feels How like are a we lot. all yeah feels like a lot. Um, Okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about dance.
1: Yes, let's do it. So I really lucked out, I think, um, with my dance teachers, I had very health conscious, uh, just very grounded dance teachers. Um, The one that I worked with most was also a physical therapist. So when we were in pain, uh, she, was, she was not just good about addressing it, but she was, she was really good at um, recommending uh, things we could do at home or people we should see, um, alternative practices that we could try. She was just very willing to work with you on what was not working while in class. Um, off of that, one of the things that you learn in dance is really how to communicate with your body uh, in a way that it understands, because dance on its own is not, especially ballet, which is what I was doing a lot of, it's not super natural. Um, The way that you move your feet in particular, not super natural, Um, but it's, it's great for strengthening, it's great for stretching. So if you can find a balance between like the very unnatural ways that you're moving your body And the like exercise, movement, um, fluidity aspect of it, I think it can be really healthy. Um, I was never super flexible, so I had to work really hard to uh, balance my strength with uh, the stretches that my dance teacher would often give to me to prevent injuries and things like that. Um, You definitely come at your body from a different way as a dancer, because you're constantly looking at yourself in the mirror, like a full body mirror, you can see everything. Um, If you don't look like your friends, you notice. If you don't look the way you want to, you notice. If your body's not moving fluidly, you notice. Um, And if you forget things, you notice. (laughs) And so it can be a really helpful tool. um, As far as like grounding yourself in your body, I feel like I'm Uh, a lot more in tune with my body than most people, which was a surprise to me when I stopped dancing. Like all of my friends were dancers um, up until a few years ago. And so I think we were all like equally just um, self-aware in the way that dancers are. But now that I have branched out a little bit, I'm not at the studio all the time. It's surprising to me that people are like less um, knowledgeable about their own their own physical selves. Um, So I think dance was great for that. I think it was a great workout. I did end up uh, with a few different things. When you're growing and you're dancing um, and you kind of have like growth plates still shifting around that can cause a few weird issues. So I had knee problems when I was maybe 12, but I was able to like strengthen my um, quads and, and the muscles around there so that I could walk (laughs) my my uh, dance teacher used to say like do you want to be able to walk when you're 40 and i would say yes and she'd be like okay here's what you have to do um and so there was that aspect and then i did get tendonitis in my achilles when i was a junior in high school that was super painful Um, really the only way that i have found to truly get rid of tendonitis is to rest i heard this from a chiropractor i heard it from an acupuncturist Um, They've, they got very uh, clear with me on the fact that if I wanted to continue to dance slash walk up and down stairs, I was gonna have to take a rest at some point. Um, so I very cautiously danced through my senior year um, and didn't rupture anything, which is great because I had friends who did, um, but I did end up taking a rest a couple of years after high school so that my body could like detox the strain that I had put on it and uh I think I did intend to go back to dance but then I found yoga and I think it's a lot uh more gentle on my body and I appreciate that so I'm sticking with that for now
0: I love that um yeah so I I grew up doing sports initially that were a little less like common movements and more of like the awkward mix of like strength and flexibility. And then I kind of shifted into some more mainstream, less, I don't want to say less intense, but I would say like less awkward, potentially movements for your body as I got a little bit older, but for 13 years, I was a competitive figure skater, which is mind-boggling to me to even like say that number and realize like how much of my life I spent like living at an ice rink um but it is it's a lot of like it feels like a war between strength and flexibility at some point um and it similarly like I had knee problems and had to do a lot of work to like strengthen my hips so that they would like hold my knees in place and I feel like when you approach injuries like that with your body as a whole it's both like frustrating but shockingly simple to like correct the problem was like my perspective of it like I remember going to physical therapy and being like my knee hurts why am I doing squats and they were like, well, we need to like strengthen your hips. Like, why am I doing bridges? Why am I doing lunges? Like all of these things feel unrelated to the problem. And then after like three weeks of being there, I was like, oh my gosh, my knee doesn't hurt anymore. And I was like, maybe you do know what you're doing. Meanwhile, these are like paid professionals, physical therapists who like are very competent at their jobs. And like 13 year old Randy was like, this is stupid. Um <laughs> But I, you know, I've, I've gotten, I've gotten over myself. I've gotten over my own ego in a lot of ways, obviously like still have room to grow there, but you know, this is is a lifelong journey. So we're just proud of the the progress that we've made. Um, I also have gotten into yoga as I've gotten a little bit older. I struggle because I like feeling like the physical intensity of a workout, especially after like being so like, I did very physically intense sports. Not that like dance isn't, but I was a swimmer. And then I was like, I was a figure skater and a swimmer. And so like in my head, if I'm doing something active, like I need to feel exhausted at the end of it. Like that's just how my body works. Um, so I enjoy yoga, but I don't always feel that I like have enough time to do a long enough practice to give myself that like, every muscle in my body hurts I'm gonna go take a hot shower and go to bed kind of feeling um so I have found some other things that I just like feel like are very fun ways to move my body for me personally I really enjoy running and biking in the summer and then snowboarding in the winter um but I not, so you do yoga now regularly what else are you what else are you up to what else is happening? What other ways are you exploring your health and your body and the complex system that is life? I love that. Um, Yeah, I do a lot of
1: yoga. It's,
0: um,
1: it feels kind of foreign to me, actually, because dance was, dance was the kind of thing where I was so tired when it was over and so, Sore and so just kind of like miserable at times, and I just thought that's how working out was. Like, I just figured that was how I was supposed to feel. Yeah,
0: (laughs) um, you know, that I am we have this conversation probably like once a week. I couldn't do you know what I'm about to say? Do you want to say it? No, you say it. Um, I have been on this kick for quite a while now and a clinic can attest to that about the difference between like resting and restoration. And I think depending on like how you use exercise as like just a way to like move your body and have fun, or if you're using exercise as a way to like restore your body, um depends on like what kind of exercise you should be doing. But anyway, I have this this whole big Theory and thought process around the idea of like rest is only temporary and restoration is sustainable um, and like longer sustaining. So I talk to Aquina about this all the time, and she's like, "I'm so stressed. I just need to like take a day off." And I'm like, "Okay, if you take a day off, make sure you do something that's like restoring you, not just like rest. Like, don't do something mind numbing for a day. Do something that's going to help set you up for success for the next two weeks um, and." I, I use exercise as like a rest. I'm very diligent, like other things restore my body, but exercise is just like a mind rest for me. Um, but I love that you found exercise to potentially be something that's like restorative to your health, um, outside of like the intensity of dance.
1: Yes, the rest versus restoration conversation is one we have all the time. And I feel like I need to hear it all the time. (laughs) Um, But yeah, yoga has definitely become a restorative thing for me, um, particularly because I found out last month right after getting my wisdom teeth out, which was my worst fear, was getting them out. So I was like mentally drained and emotionally drained. And my body was like inflamed and angry. And I just had this intuitive sense. I was like, I need to go to the chiropractor. And I hadn't been in years because the last time I went, it was for my tendonitis. And my chiropractor ended up saying to me, "Like, we have done everything we can. You're still in pain. I'm going to send you to an acupuncturist. So I had been going to see him um, for a while. And then I just backed off completely. I was like, I'm just going to let my body do its own thing. We're going to stop dancing. Everything's going to reset. Um, so I had not been to the chiropractor in four years. So I went and I got adjusted, um, but not before I got x-rays because I was describing things that were going on in my hips all the way back in October. And uh, it didn't sound good. So so we did the x-rays and come to find out I've had scoliosis um, for almost 10 years. So. That was news to me. It made a lot of things about my dance experience make sense uh, in ways that they had not before. Things like not being able to roll, uh, like we used to do shoulder rolls and they're just like backward somersaults but you do them over your shoulder to protect your neck. And i couldn't do them and it wasn't because my shoulder hurt it was because my tailbone hurt i felt this like crunch into the floor and i was like that is not normal so i would skip those things and it felt very like weak and wimpy to me like why can my friends do this and i can't um and so i'm looking at this x-ray of myself going ah my tailbone is sticking out and there it is (laughs) um so i've been doing yoga specifically for scoliosis and it has been so weird to like work out and not be in pain. I just thought that was normal. I thought everybody experienced that. And so the first time I did a yoga practice and didn't feel anything other than like a really good stretch and like lengthening feeling in my spine, I just cried. I just like laid on my yoga mat and was like, oh my God, this is how it was supposed to be all along. (laughs) So um, that's been really nice. I also do qigong, which is um, basically just energy moving. Um, it's really fun. It's kind of like a combination of uh, yoga and dance and tai chi. It's it's really nice, um, and the practices are short and it feels very easy um, externally. But like you get this great workout internally. You just feel very like oh good, I can conquer my day now.
0: Um, it, I don't I don't mean to interject, but it kind of sounds like jazzercise, and I'm <laughs> just like picturing you in like uh leg warmers and like a tutu like
1: yes that's how I want to be no no it's really just me like in my pajamas in my bedroom like doing fun hand motions and breathing
0: (laughs) that's exciting I'm gonna stick with the leggings (laughs) like the hot pink leggings the tutu and the leg warmers and uh, that's going to be like my impression of how you start your days
1: perfect Um, I I do a lot of Qigong and I do a lot of walking, especially now that it's warm out. Took a while for spring to arrive in Colorado, but here we are. Um, So I do that and uh, just getting sun, I think it's important. I've discovered that recently, not that you can tell in this lighting. Um, And I have also, and I think this is really what's like pushing me into feeling a lot better right now, um, I've been going to see a holistic doctor uh, for a whole bunch of things. I initially went um, to take care of my acne, which I had incorrectly diagnosed by a dermatologist a couple of years ago. Um, didn't know that till I went to see this doctor. So I've been working with him and we've been doing neuro-emotional technique or NET, um, which is muscle testing and trauma clearing and I had never done it before. Um, until a few weeks ago and it has been like truly life-changing um i i highly recommend um looking into it if you feel like you need a clearing but it is it's so great for detoxing the last time i went in i did some crying detoxed some heavy metals and some tissues and all kinds of things and all i had to do was sit there and talk so
0: (laughs) i'm I, I am nervous. Like that's i I'm, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, that's so good for you. And I'm so glad you found that. And then in my head, I'm like, that would wreck me. Like I, I would be laying on the floor of that doctor's office, <laughs> losing it. Um, but I think one of the things that I am, am learning about my body is like, our bodies aren't uh, forgetful. And they will hold on to things, experiences, and stress, and trauma, and any any of those sorts of like heavy burdens for way longer than we probably ever should. Um, so yes, finding ways to to help your body address and approach and recover from those things is incredibly important.
1: Yeah. Uh, Agreed. Um, I actually learned this from one of the Qigong videos that I do all the time. (laughs) Um, The the woman who does the videos, uh, she says, the body is always grounded. And I found that so interesting because I was like, well, then why sometimes do I feel like I'm like floating about my life? Like there's all this baggage and all this stress and I have all this work and Like if I'm seriously always grounded, then like, why why do I feel like this sometimes? And it finally occurred to me um, through going to these NET sessions that the body is always grounded. We just don't always hear it. We're not always in a place to receive the feedback that we're getting Um, either like internally or externally. Our bodies are always communicating with us. And so if we're not in a place to hear it, that's
0: kind of, that's kind of on us. Yeah, I love that. And I personally have struggled over the past few years with like inflammation and have done a lot with like my diet and lifestyle to try to kind of counteract that. And it is so interesting when we feel like we're in a place where we like know our bodies and we don't have to listen how like something will sneak up on us. and I, it's, it's still infuriating to me that I had to have two medical professionals tell me virtually the same thing for me to like hear it and get it in my head. Um, but it is like our, and I knew from the beginning, like I had been saying for months, I bet it's this. I bet the reason that my jaw hurts is because I'm eating gluten again. And Literally everybody in my life was like, no, that's insane. That can't be happening. And then like, lo and behold, I had my chiropractor and my dentist of all people tell me that that is exactly why it was happening. And four weeks gluten-free, here I am pain-free, which is just stupid. It's stupid. It's so frustrating. Um, But, you know, sometimes those hard things are like the exact thing that our body We need, like, somebody else to tell us to get it, like, beaten into us. Um, All that said, Aquina, I am excited to have you back. So the next time we'll be back, and if anybody is interested in, you know, we'll give a little teaser. We'll give a little bit teaser. Um, The next time Aquina's back, we are going to talk with Jen and myself and Aquina about – more more broadly holistic health and like what that looks like in each of our lives um, kind of how exactly we've fallen into that Uh, I'm not exactly sure like the details of where that's going to go because I think about holistic health and I think about like eating and green smoothies and then I also think about like yoga and exercise and then I think about like removing toxins from your environment and like what kind of laundry detergent are you using and then I think about things like like your lymphatic system and like how you're detoxing and so you know I really I'm gonna make no promises as like where that conversation will go um but I can promise that it will be interesting and maybe we'll just like need to become like a series regular um because there's so much to talk about and we all love talking about it but I think we're going we're gonna to wrap on this podcast. Aquina, where can these people find you if they want to connect with you or how can they listen to your podcast?
1: Sure thing. So the podcast is on Apple Podcasts. It's on, let's see, Spotify and Stitcher. Uh, you can find it at Uh That's where all the show notes go up and the technical, not trailer, first episode goes out today. So I'm hyped about that. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at patient heal thyself. And I think that's, that's all the important bits.
0: Okay, great. Or uh, you can you can slide into my DMs, you can slide into my email, I will happily connect you guys. If you are struggling to find Aquina on any platforms. she's one of my favorite people ever. Um, and I, I love connecting all of my favorite people. So that's a wrap on this episode of people talking people. We will see you back here. Jen and I will be back together for the next few episodes. And then we'll have a Quinn back um, to continue this conversation about holistic health. Uh, We will see you soon. Have a good one.